All right, so let's wrap it up for this episode. We've covered a lot. We want to remind you that the resource that we were using today was the How to Algo NFT by KK Honey, an amazing resource that goes into much further detail. And as always, we want you to rate, review, subscribe, share with your friends. And with that, where can everybody find you, Tsunami? Yeah, check me out on Twitter. I'm Tsunami NFT, and I'm in all the discords as Tsunami. And what about you, babe? <laughs> you can check me out. I'm my Algo Bay on everything on Discord and on Twitter. And we're going to link a bunch of links for the projects we talked about below. This was a fun one, and I look forward to next episode. And I look forward to next episode where we're going to get into some more terminology and do's and don'ts. Heck yes. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Hey, Tsunami. Good morning, Bay. How are ya? Doing pretty good. How about you? Oh, I'm good. Before we get into this episode today, I'd like to remind everybody that this podcast is about building community and sharing knowledge with all of our friends. So just a quick reminder, we have lots of good stuff coming after we cover the basics as well. So we don't want you to miss anything. Go ahead follow us, subscribe to us, review us, all of that stuff. Share the podcast with your friends and on your socials, because the more people we can get to listen, the better we can serve the community. We just want to remind everyone that these first few episodes are for beginners, something you might want to share with a friend who wants to know more. We'll be caught up on the basics soon, and we'll be talking about the current NFT world from week to week. Yeah, so just sit tight. Let's get things rolling. We've got a lot to cover today. Yes, we do. I cannot wait. Okay, in this episode, we'll be closely following KK Honey's guide, How to Algo NFT. We highly recommend you open this doc. Uh, When you have a moment, it's filled with all the knowledge you need to get started. So, step one, buy Algorand. This guide covers that process using Coinbase Pro. Yeah, so this process is pretty straightforward. It does involve linking a bank account, though. So make sure you give yourself a couple of days to get things linked and verified or you won't be able to get started at all. Step two, set up another account with an Algorand wallet. In this case, we use and cover my Algo wallet. Why do you need two wallets, Bay? So the first wallet is how you will actually buy the Algorand, the Algo coin, with your country's currency. You will then transfer your purchase to your Algo wallet. All of your NFT and alternative coin purchasings will happen here. There are three important things to keep track of with this wallet. Get us started, Tsunami. Okay, so important. Your wallet address. This is a long string of letters that is public and you'll likely need a thousand or more times. I like to keep this somewhere handy where I can copy and paste it easily all the time. The second thing you're going to need is your password to access your wallet. Make this a super strong password, would ya? But you'll still need it often to sign contracts. Uh, But don't share this one with anyone. Uh, And the third thing is your 25-word seed phrase. This is generated for you. Write it down immediately and then hide it. Do it twice if you need to. They're going to test you on it before you can move forward. Keep this safe. Don't share it. (laughs) So yeah, this is something that's really important to highlight here. Do not lose your fucking 25 words. 
access to these words is your is your cash, your NFTs, all your money, everything. It is so important. There is absolutely no recovery from losing those words. Got it? So write it down, put it somewhere no one will find it, memorize it, and whatever you got to do, do not lose these words. The password can be reset from your seed phrase, but nothing can be recovered without this, without your seed phrase. Okay, got it. Write that shit down. Let's move to step three. Transfer your Algorand from your Coinbase wallet to your Algorand wallet. You'll need your wallet address for this one, that long string of letters we talked about. And this is not super complicated. You're going to go into your wallet. There's a little copy button. And when you go into your Coinbase account, you'll just hit send, paste that wallet into the address, and send all of your Algo to it. Bada bing, bada boom. Let's buy an NFT, baby. Okay, that wasn't so bad, was it? It's really not. Uh, You don't have to be a tech genius to figure this stuff out. And KK Honey's guide gets you into the nitty gritty details of all of that. It really does. I wish so bad that had been around when I was getting started. (laughs) I mean, I had you, so I was lucky. (laughs) I was lucky in that regard. But let's see. What's next, Tsunami? Let's get to the important websites to bookmark. These are the two that you'll most likely use to visit your wallet and view your NFTs to get started. Uh, So there's randgallery.com and ab2.gallery. You might as well make accounts with both of them right now. It's nice to have this step done when you're ready to buy or sell. Uh, What about NFT Explorer, Tsunami? Oh, yeah. I use that all the time for everything. It gets better every week. Yeah, amazing. Why don't you tell them what you can do on NFT Explorer? So this is a great place to see what's selling right now. If you see something flying on their main page, like just a ton of people buying the same thing, that might mean there's a shuffle going on. Uh, It's not too late sometimes for you to participate. I've done that before. Same. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You can like jump to the Discord where like if you see a hundred knit heads being bought like run over to the discord and see why (laughs) (laughs) so you can also search for your favorite artist on nft explorer and see what they have for sale um, and what their sales history looks like this is recommended as one of the safest ways to research your nft before you buy even if it's for sale on ab2 or rand you can start your research on nft explorer Uh, It's the best way to make sure it's a real NFT and not a copy. This is where I start before I buy anything all the time. So let's talk about one more website in this episode, AlgoX NFT. Yeah, I love AlgoX NFT. Um, It's an NFT auction site where you can bid on stuff. Um, There's a lot of good deals there. Just remember that they have a five-minute snipe rule, which means if somebody bids in the last five minutes, five more minutes will be added to the timer. Nice. Okay, so we've got our base websites covered. Let's talk about how to pick an NFT to buy. Okay, so this comes down to personal preference. Gonna say it again. This is not financial advice. Um, But let's talk about some strategies that we've used to buy NFTs. Okay, so number one, what I do is copy everything you do, (laughs) (laughs) which sounds silly, but it's a good piece of advice because you can watch people in the community to see what they're doing, what they're interested in, and kind of follow your nose through their wallets a little bit. You know, one of my favorite things to do is go to the wallet of somebody who is heading up a project and just like poke around and see what they've got going on in there. 
Because sometimes if they have an interest in something, or maybe they just bought a couple of things, you're noticing a little bit of a trend, that can be a good way to get in on an underrated project that might be doing something cool in the very, very near future. Another thing that I like to do, um, I really love finding new projects on Twitter. So I'll go through those hashtags like Algorand, Algofam, see what I can find, see what people are talking about, see who they're kind of connected to to make sure that, again, that it's a legit project, not something that's stolen, not something that's, you know, a total scam. And yeah, I also just follow my likes and dislikes. There are a lot of big projects that you know, you could probably make a, a quick, quick buck on if you got into a shuffle or a raffle. But for some of them, I'm, I'm just like, not interested at all. And I don't even bother. And that's okay. I buy NFTs for a bunch of reasons. Um, I'll use knitheads as an example. For one of those reasons, I stumbled upon them when they were pretty new in the space. They had a super fun dice rolling game in their discord. They were really nice and helpful to people Um, who were starting out and everyone who hung out there I enjoyed I started getting a few knit heads and then they kept adding new features and contests I even got to join this contest where I could use their existing features to design my own dream frog it looked so cool oh thanks (laughs) Uh, some of the favorites were minted and sold in an auction They did a fantastic job at engaging their community that way and making everyone feel like they were contributing. To anyone who has not checked them out, you should join their Discord immediately and get in on their dice game. They happen twice a week. Uh, We'll definitely link their Discord in the notes. Right now, they just finished up an art contest and there are some amazing entries. The voting will probably be done by the time this airs, but you should still check them out. Totally. And I also heard you use the word minted. Maybe we should explain that a little bit for our listeners, our newbies. Yeah, so minting means a couple of things. Uh, One version is when the artist creates the NFT by putting it on the blockchain. This doesn't necessarily mean it's been released, but it's essentially been published and now viewable to anyone. The other way people use minting is when someone purchases an NFT for the first time from an artist. The artist may release 50 all at the same time in a random first come first serve method and if you grab one of these fast enough you've successfully got one at mint price in theory this price shouldn't go down over time and it should be cheaper than buying on the secondary market but anything is possible in the nft world definitely um quite often you'll check the mint price and the floor price of an nft project before deciding how to buy Remember, the floor price means the cheapest available on that secondary market. NFTExplore.app. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can head to their Discord and investigate if they'll be releasing any more pieces for Mint, which could be an instant shuffle on Rand, randomly put on AB2 at different times uh, by winning a game. Essentially, you're winning the chance to buy, which may feel weird at first, uh, but follow your gut. Check out what that project's recent sales have been, how their work sells, and what their lowest price NFT is available for. Um, just because you want to shuffle doesn't mean you absolutely have to buy that NFT. Totally. I have turned down shuffle wins before. It is typically frowned on if you don't purchase a shuffle win. 
but if you have to do it, just be polite about it and conscious of entering that shuffle again if you don't want to purchase. Like, just don't keep doing that. Uh, remember, we're trying to build a community here and be nice to everyone. Yeah. I mean, I've had to turn down shuffles, too. Uh, like, I don't know what I was thinking, you know, 120 algo when I first started out. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I didn't I didn't expect to win this. And I definitely cannot afford it. I am so sorry. How embarrassing murder me (laughs) (laughs) been there (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay but I didn't do it twice (laughs) yeah exactly let's quickly talk about adding an asset KK Honey goes into depth about this in the guide but sometimes people will ask you to add an asset this may also be referred to as an ASA Um, that means that you're allowing something to come into your wallet before somebody can send it nothing can be sent to you without giving it permission to be in your wallet So when you're buying something, that's usually part of the boxes that you check through while you're purchasing. And I'd say 90% of the time, you won't have to manually add an asset, but it's good to know how to do it for when that instance pops up. Yeah, and when you mentioned clicking through a bunch of boxes when you're purchasing something, get used to it. There's (laughs) like a hundred things you have to Get fast at it. (laughs) Right? Yes, you should pay attention to what you're clicking through, but for the most part, you just click, 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 click. If you're on a safe and reputable website buying from a safe and reputable project, you should be safe. Definitely. And again, nftexplorer.app to check out to make sure it's real. So someone might also talk about airdropping you something, which means they're sending you something for free, but you have to add the asset before that can happen. Someone might airdrop you something because you hold something else in your wallet. For example, I get airdropped shrimp every week (laughs) for for holding all of the mingo and linglings that I have in my wallet. Shrimp can be spent in a number of ways, like betting on tiny horses from the Thirsttober server Yeah, tiny horses are so fun. They have such an interesting and cool Discord channel. I love racing my horse, Chardonnay. (laughs) (laughs) And they have so much cool stuff going on. They're a really cool project to check out. Oh, yeah. And they also have stupid horses, which have a cool down rate of only 15 minutes instead of an hour. So everybody Jealous. should have a stupid horse. <laughs> I want a stupid horse. If anybody wants to airdrop me a stupid horse, you can do that. I'll let don't, that happen. Don't forget to add the asset first. <laughs> oh, yeah. Send me the asset. <laughs> okay. Final topic of the day. Selling NFTs. How do you sell NFTs, babe? So my preferred method for selling NFTs is on Rand Gallery. A few reasons why you can't sell there sometimes. And in those cases, I use AB2. Nice. Okay. So what cases can you not sell on Rand? So this is kind of interesting. You cannot sell on Rand if the NFT you have isn't a one of one or if the project hasn't been verified on Rand yet. Okay. So what do you mean by one of one? Some collectors release more than one copy of an NFT, and this can be useful for a number of different reasons. I typically stick to only buying one of one originals, though, but there are some cases for buying multiples. Oh, yeah. So, like, there's those Gecko Fam trophies, where if you hold all of them, you can enter to win a free one of one without paying anything. 
or beats, um, which we like to earn in the algorithms radio that we go to every Friday and Saturday night. What, what? (laughs) (laughs) Um, If you collect them, if you collect the most beats, uh, I think the top three winners get super amazing prizes. So that's worth checking out. Yeah, all mine sound like little farts, and I love them. Oh, yeah, they have sounds. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Goanna has um, multiples of their eggs released, which uh, were airdropped to holders, and later those can be traded in for their version 2 release. That's really cool. And, of course, though, there's also Frogbot. Frogbot! Yeah, so... Frogbot showed up in the Knithead Discord one day and took over and went crazy. It was wild. He can take over the dice games sometimes as well. And in that case, when you're playing those Frogbot dice games, if you hold a Frogbot, you can win the dice game for free. No mint price. Free. Whoa. I didn't even realize that, Bay. I think they're going to come into play later, too. Um, Holding them will get you special perks or special entry into other contests. So there's two different versions now. I'm definitely keeping my eye on those. Me, too. With all that said, Tsunami, where can you be found? You can find me on Twitter. I'm Tsunami Algo there. You can also find me on Discord. I'm in just about every Discord that exists uh, as Tsunami. What about you, Bay? You can find me on Twitter and Discord at MyAlgoBay. Easy peasy. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, share it with a friend. And with that, we'll see you next time. Bye.